Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the episode that we like to call the Air Raid Attack Podcast. I'm your host, Michael. As always, listen to us on iTunes and Google. And don't forget to listen to us every Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, on the Unhinged Sports Network. Without further ado, it's an honor to have a wonderful uh, guy as our host, or guest today, I should say, and host, if you want to call it that, uh, Mr. Joseph Boykin of the Fan-Controlled Football League. Uh, Mr. Boykin, welcome to the Air Raid Attack Podcast. How you doing, sir? Glad to be here, sir. I'm doing well, and... Uh, First things first, uh, how are you liking this new league? Uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm very fond of it. I love you know, football just in general, but uh, it seems like it's caught some traction across the country. Hey, man, this league is so lit. I, I love it. I love the way the fans are interact. Uh, we get to interact with the fans. We get to talk to the fans. I just love the, I love the atmosphere of being here, uh, being out on the field. You know, I just love it all. It's, it's a great experience for me. That's awesome, and, and I think it's pretty neat because – and I think you know that the fans are, you know, they're in control. If you're listening to it on the podcast, you know, definitely uh, download the fan control app and, uh, you know, register your favorite team. Watch it on every Saturday night on Twitch. This week, of course, uh, the playoffs kick off. But uh, it's one of the best, you know, in my opinion, I, I think it's, it's top tier um, co- um, product from top to bottom. And it's a wonderful idea. And if you don't mind me asking, Mr. Boykin, uh, how did you find out about this league? How did they reach out to you, and and how did you uh, get involved from, uh, I guess you want to call it tryouts, till now? Oh, well, um, I, had, I I actually, in the beginning of August of last year, I went to uh, in, uh, uh NFL workout or whatever, but uh, didn't get anything from that, so I just continued to work out. And then as I was on social media, I started seeing uh, folks advertising, and then I had an old friend that was going to be there, and he, uh, he was like, you should come out and do this. So I was like, why not? I mean, I'm trying to get noticed anyway. So, you know, I took a chance, went out there and did my thing or whatever. And Coach Jenkins, he saw something in me and they uh, offered me a contract and brought me in. And ever since, I've been in here, man, doing my thing and grinding. And uh, trust me, I'm watching on TV and you're definitely, you're definitely uh, grinding out there. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun league. I love it. I know my kids, uh, my oldest son, he loves it. I think he was bummed last week or this past weekend because, you know, unfortunately he had to go to bed early. But, uh, you know, he, he was he was dog tired, but he he enjoys it. And so, as long as and I know everybody else across the country is, of course, with COVID, you know, the fan interaction uh, in regards mm-hmm. to fans in the stands. I'm sure it's it's sure it's a bummer, obviously having fans. Is it different playing actually playing a game? practically with no fans in the arena and uh, down in Georgia? Uh, yeah, it's a little different, Um, you know, because, you know, as I'm out there on the field, I'm used to hearing the crowd, you know, used to hearing noise. Yep. So now it's a little bit like it's silence or whatever. Until, you know, of course, the sideline get hyped up or whatever. But for the most part, it's a little bit of silence. So I had to get used to that. But, you know, it's, it's still it's still great, though. No, nah, uh, I'm sure it's a little different because, you know, I've, I had Trav Daddy on probably about a week and a half or two weeks ago. And I know that uh-huh. uh, he, I know he misses the fans as well. And trust me, as a sports fan, just in general, I miss going to the, uh, to the arena, to the stadium, watching games. And hopefully uh, 2021 uh, season next year for FCF. And of course, throughout the season, hopefully the uh, sports fans just in general can get back out there and uh, watch, uh, watch you guys do your thing. 
Yes, I definitely. I was. I mean, me and Andrew always have that conversation about how it would be so dope and lit if fans were in the stands. Like the game would be uh, like ten times more intense. Oh, uh, dude, I. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. The last two weeks, you know, especially on the Zapper side, with uh, Trav Daddy on the Hail Mary two week or a week and a half ago. Of course, Josh Gordon. Uh, Saturday night as well. So, speaking of Josh Gordon, how's it? Um, I'm sure you guys are interacting with one another throughout the week and practice. Um, how's it, how has it been working, you know, even the short amount of time he's been with the league, working with a guy like Josh Gordon, um, just kind of getting the insights from him? Uh, it's great. It's, it's a good experience. And, you know, like, I was excited to see him play and work, like, just to actually experience that in person and see him do what he do best because he has been at the top level and done it there also. So it was oh. great to see him, you know, go out there and do what he still know how to do. So it was lit, and, like, I enjoyed it. He's a chill dude. He loves to joke a lot. We, he's cool and laid back. <laughs> That's nice. And and Josh Gordon looked like one of those guys. You know, I never met him personally, but uh, he looked like one of those guys even to sit back. Of course, you know, learn a lot of football while, uh, while you're having fun, but he looks like one of those guys who can just sit back and really just just joke around and have Definitely. fun. Definitely. He's, like, he's really laid back. I like it. Good vibes. <laughs> nice. Of course, on the offensive side, um, you know, with the play calling, calling coming practically coming from the fans, so to speak. How has that, in your opinion, of course, from traditional football to now, how has that kind of been, you know, we're used to, you know, maybe the no hotter offense, maybe like an Oklahoma or stuff like that, where players are continuously, the plays are going nonstop. But compared to now, you guys have to maybe wait approximately 15, 20 seconds or so while the voting process is in play, is that how have you guys adjusted, or how have you adjusted to that uh, different kind of play calling um, play, so to speak, compared to the traditional? You get the play out there, and, and you get back to the ground. Uh, it's it, it is different. I can't say that because I'm used to know how to offense, you know, fast tempo, yep. fast tempo lineup, next play, like so. Now that you know, after every play, it's kind of like a little twenty second wait or something like that. I wasn't used to that, but I, I just real quick or whatever. But it's still like it's still great at the same time though. I just like to catch. I just like to catch the defense. You know, um, catch them off, uh, catch them slipping. You know, when they're not ready. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, I, I'm. Hey, I uh, definitely played some ball in my days, and I may not be able to play. <laughs> my knees may not be able to uphold it, but uh, trust me, I, I definitely miss it. But go, growing up. Um, of course, it can be just growing up or even in college, uh, during your college days. What were some of your players that you admired and uh, growing up watching? Uh, my favorite player is Julio Jones. I love Julio Jones, man. Mm. That's, that man's a beast. And then my second favorite player is uh, Devontae Adams. Like, my release off the line, my release uh. off the line, I get him from Devontae Adams. Like, I, I study his film and I go work it, I go try it out myself. And I like to, you know, just keep working at it keep getting better at it and, you know, get better with my routes and everything. So those are my main two. And then I have an old player, like, he was a back in the day player, Jerry Rice. Oh, <laughs> definitely, <yes>. definitely. <laughs> definitely one of the best receivers, uh, if not the best, to play yes, the sir. game. And I don't know about you, Mr. Boykin, but uh, I- I'm pretty sure J- uh, Jerry Rice can maybe still play, maybe a few. I don't know if he can <laughs> But he looks like he can still play. I think so. Maybe you'll catch a catch a couple of deep passes or two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe bring, 
uh, you know, from a joking side, maybe Brendan Smith can uh, throw a Hail Mary at the FCF to Jerry Rice. <laughs> hey, maybe he's over, man. The man's two for two on Hail Mary, man. Maybe he's over. <laughs> <laughs> of course, studying plays, you know, it's a different kind of different league. Of course, if you, people out there listening, if you're not familiar with the FCF, I highly, highly suggest it. Uh, suggest watching it. Um, of course, you know, through, you know, people aren't realizing every Wednesday night there is a draft, sort of, uh, sort of like what I would consider a, a fantasy draft, maybe more like a DraftKings or a FanDuel fa- uh, fantasy draft. But um, talk to us throughout the process. What do you guys or what is your routine during a draft night? Uh, what do you guys are usually doing in the back room? Um, why are your name or you know, kind of hanging out. What's your guys' favorite things to do back in the break room or back in the back room? Well, I would consider, I guess, the war room, I guess. You yeah. Uh, uh, during, during draft. So, night. usually uh, when the man of time is going on, well, before that, we out there playing, you know, cornhole or, you know, playing ping pong or, or some sort. Like, playing a little small game. But after that, I got off the food. You know, we go into, um, we go into the back. And it's really just a lot of sitting around and just joking and talking or whatever. Maybe playing a little cards or whatever. But it's just most around joking and talking or whatever, and just you know, kind of uh, being in all uh, this like app we call Discord, and just communicating with the fans, and mm-hmm. just talking about uh, who to draft, when they gonna draft us, and stuff like that. So it's real chill and laid back. Uh, you know, we just uh, it's a lot of interacting with the fans, see where they got you on the draft board. Nice, and usually, and then of course, you know, in the NFL compared to NFL and all that, do you guys know in advance, or you guys kind of? Surprise, I guess, when that name gets called. <laughs> uh, some some of us be on the uh, Twitch app looking at the uh, the uh, the comments, and then like before our name is called, they be like, "We got you, we got you, we got you," and you don't believe it until you like, "All right, you got uh, you got drafted." So we like, "Wow!" So they just got it. Like that's how it is, but it's still dope. It's like a dope feeling or whatever. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was always wondering what you guys. And I saw a video. Uh, maybe a week or two ago, I can't remember with everything, you know, how time flies by. I saw some uh, what I would consider WWE action out there with uh, with uh, the, some of the players having uh, what I would call a battle royal with chairs. Were you out there kind of having some fun? With uh, the I had got dressed right before that, and I was actually there recording and watching it. It was actually a good, it was actually funny <laughs> to see. Like, they always come out with some dope interesting, so it was good to see that. Hey, you guys, I'll, t- I'll be honest with you. Obviously, all I see is, is Wednesday nights and, and Saturdays, uh, Saturday nights during the game. But you guys are hilarious. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You guys look like you guys are having some fun. Yeah, man, we got to bring, the, uh, bring a little entertainment to it, man. Get a fan something to laugh about, you know, enjoy themselves. Hey, you can't go wrong there. Now, nah, I appreciate your time. A few more questions for you, man. Um, at, you know, reflecting as we head into the playoffs this weekend, uh, reflect on this regular season, how, you know, leading up to playoffs is the, uh, obviously the league, in my opinion, I think is moving in the right direction. What's been some of your good moments and bad moments so far in the regular season? Uh, let's see. It was a lot of great moments, um, you know, uh, from being drafted to, you know, suiting up and then, you know, getting introduced every, before every game and being actually just being out there in the field and making plays when I can or whatever and just executing my part and doing my part, try to help when I can. And um, 
So it's been really good overall. I don't say I, I guess the bad part I don't because I'm really competitive. So the bad part for me would be losing. Like I really hate to lose. Yeah. So, but you know, it's not a, it's not a one man team. So it's like a team effort. So we gotta yep. just you know work together. But yeah, that's not even besides uh, losing. Other than that, the season has been good. Been a lot of learning moments. Uh, you know, teaching steps, whatever from uh, even from practice, talking with Johnny Manziel, uh, getting some coaching points from him. Uh, then getting coaches from, from all the good, great coaches that's here, by the way. Like, it was just been, it's been good overall. Hey, speaking of Johnny football, um, and actually, you actually led me to the next question was, we all, you know, the media portrays Johnny as whatever, you know, we portray him as. We all know he's had his moments, and we all have too. I know I've had my personal moments. We mm-hmm. all have. You know, we have our moments in life. Uh, what's it been like? kind of getting to know Johnny and, and how has he been a mentor to you guys, not just you in particular, but to the younger guys? Because obviously he's just like Josh Gordon. He's been in, been mm-hmm. in the league and he's had his moments, of course, as a Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, like, of course, the media going to portray him, you know, talk down on him, do this and that. But come, with him coming in, uh, he's very quiet and laid back and chill for the most part. And when we do talk, he's always giving, you know, uh, giving us tips, giving us, you know, uh, t- uh, trying to tell us this and that, you know, to lead us in the right way or whatever and let us know how this can be a stepping stone for us to get to the next level and, you know, take full advantage of it and get, get our film together and all that. And he's real cool and laid back and good to talk to. Like, he's 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 never been negative about anything. Like, he's been really laid back. And that's what I like. That's what I like about him. Like, I, like everybody has their days. We all been through some things. So, exactly. it's like, you know, I don't judge the next person, like, that's like he doing like what I say is he doing when he uh what makes him happy so let him keep doing what he doing like he's a great person to me. Uh, he, he and you know and, and and you nailed that we all have our moments and you know I, I definitely got mine that I'm sure if if I was in the position he was in the media would portray as well but uh, now he seems like a cool dude especially you know once you get to know him, I can guarantee and, and the passion that he loves for the game and. I think, and it speaks volumes, not just Johnny, but I think for you, and I think I, I love about this league is you got players out there that really, really love just the game. Yes, of sir, definitely. Love, I love this game. Like, this game here, man, this game has been a blessing to me. Like, and I can't, like, I just enjoy every moment of it. And every night, every morning, I'm praying, thanking God, this for being in this opportunity right now. Because, like, you know, not a lot of guys can still be able to suit up and play, play the game still. So, I'm just blessed with the opportunity, man. Hey, absolutely. And the last two questions for you, man, is is one is how do you, do you guys, you know, obviously being drafted, so to speak, on a, a weekly basis, um, are you guys still watching film on you guys? Or how uh, uh, how does that work for you guys? Or are we just kind of going on with the next uh, uh We still like, uh, well, before I say that, the draft, now that wherever you got drafted last week, you're on that team for the rest of the playoffs lead up to the championship. Right. So that. So there won't be there won't be a draft this Wednesday night. Um, I don't believe, but um, we still yes we still watch film together. Uh, we still break down film. We watch film from the game. Watch uh, a couple of practice highlights or whatever, and critique or whatever, and see what we doing. You know to get better. But yes, we still um definitely watch film still, and you know and we watch it together. Not like you know break out. We watch it again, of course in positions like you know skill and all that type of stuff. Nice. I was kind of wondering because you know of course. Well, now with the playoffs coming in, I was kind of wondering, obviously, week one and heading into the final week, how that all was working. Last but not least, man, last question for you. Easy one, I'm sure. What is the routine for Joseph Boykin on game day? When you wake up, 
throughout until kickoff? Uh, my routine. Let's see. I wake up, you know, you know, do the daily hygiene routine, of course. <laughs> I thank yep. God. I thank God. <laughs> I, I get on my knees. I pray. I get up. Uh, me personally, I read every um every day before the game. So I read three scriptures out of the uh, out of the Bible. I go pick three chapters to read, and then um leading up to that, after we have our walkthroughs and pregame and all that, leading up to the field, I turn. I got a I got a um, playlist. I'm not the usual. I'm not your typical dude. Um, my playlist is, is, includes a lot of gospel. I love listening to gospel music. It gets me so, nice. it gets me so hyped, uh, man. So like, I love gospel. So um, that's what I listen to when I'm getting ready for the game. Go out, warm up. And, you know, after that, it's time to go, man. Time to go to war. Hey, <laughs> not hey, I can't. You can't go wrong with gospel. I know he, he's considered Christian rap, but you know, Lecrae is oh, a great yeah. guy to listen to. Definitely, as well. that's one of my top. That's one of my top ones. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, Joseph, it's been a pleasure. I know you're busy. Um, but, you know, once the season ends, I'm going to hit you back up, man, and we'll talk longer. Oh, yeah, most definitely. That's no problem. I'm down with that. Hey, yes, sir. I'll, I'll uh, DM you, man, and I'll shoot you my number and definitely hook up. Okay, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, and shout out to everybody that's listening. Uh, by the way, my birthday is tomorrow, March the 9th. <laughs> ah! Happy birthday. Mine's March 23rd. Oh, word. That's nice. That's nice. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you, sir. <laughs> hey, absolutely. Hey, absolutely. Thank you for taking the time and uh, best of luck in the playoffs. All right. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, sir. Hey, I- Welcome to the episode that we like to call the Air Attack Podcast. I'm your host, Michael. As always, subscribe to iTunes, uh, Google, iHeartRadio, <clears throat> and of course, every Friday night on the Unhand Sports Network. 10 p.m. Eastern, which this show will be live this Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Unhinged Sports Network. So definitely uh, welcome if you're listening to it then. In the meantime, don't forget every Tuesday for the month of March, buy one, get one free traditional wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, It's good food, so definitely check them out. Most importantly, it's an honor to have James Harden of the Fan Controlled Football League joining us here on Zoom. And if everyone knows, Zoom's going to be my best friend. And so this will also be on YouTube, of course, with the permission from James Harden. James, welcome to the Area Tech Podcast. Thank you, man. True honor to be on here, man. Yes, sir. And of course, you know, I'm a huge fan of fan-controlled football, co-owner, fan co-owner of the Zappers. Hopefully, uh, it's, been, it's been fun nonetheless. I, I liked all four teams. It's, you know, overall, the league's product is amazing. Right. So tell us, um, pretty much, start from the beginning. How did were you in tryouts, uh, maybe for the NFL scouts last year, or how does that work leading up to how the MCF kicked off? Well, put your seatbelt on. It's gonna be a long ride. Hey, let's go, man. man. Honestly, man, getting here, I didn't have a tryout. I didn't see college film. Man, they really found me, man, when I was holding signs at the stadiums. Wow. Like, five stadiums. My first time ever holding a sign at the stadium was July 22nd, 2019. The, at Dallas Cowboys Stadium. My home stadium. Didn't get opportunity. Got laughed at, blown off. Just, man, I, I had to really mentally get set, get settled because I walked I walk up there every day in the sun. I was catching a train catching a bus from my house to the train station downtown to get another bus just to go to another bus 
and get wow. off that bus and walk an hour just to go to the Cowboy Stadium in Frisco. And I got blew off every time. They blew me off. Laughed at and I went after that. I didn't get an opportunity, so I tried out for this IFL team mm-hmm. for Iowa. Made the team as a receiver. I pulled my hamstring on their little indoor astral turf. After that, came back. I got released, got back on the team, and I was start running back. COVID canceled my season still, as soon as we started rolling. So I came back home. I was homeless, too. So going through all this whole sign, I think I was homeless, getting kicked out of family house because – I was focused on my goals. Man, I can tell you so much, man. I was just going, going, going. But when I got released in Iowa, when I didn't get released, when the COVID came and made us go home, mm-hmm. I really want to go back home, man. I'm like, dang, man. How the hell signed the stadium? Got blew off. Like, it was just like, bro, like, like, when they blew me off, I was just like, man, they blown. I was annoyed. I was sad. I didn't want to go back to being homeless again and try to find someone to stay. Right. I was sleeping at hotels by strip clubs because they were cheaper. I was sleeping everywhere, man, at mm-hmm. parks where I was training my clients at. So I had one big one with Dallas. My roommate, he from Dallas, too. So I got in the car with him. The whole ride over there thinking, like, where I'm going to go, man. Called one of call my parents. Had to try to move back with them. That was a gamble. But they knew what was going on. Came back. I just started training. Like, just everywhere. Racing cars up the hill and just trying to get noticed from social media. And right. I started meeting more NFL guys. I was already cool with Shy Higgins. But I started training with him, Dash Bryan, um, <clears throat> and Ja'Cory Shepard, Raheem Moore, like a lot of guys, man. Mm-hmm. Cheeto Bay, Byron Jones, uh, Jordan Lewis from the Cowboys, all them. I met all them just on my journey, just randomly meeting them just in places. Like, this work out. All right, come on. And, and, knowing, and seeing how I was playing against them, and working out against them, I was hanging with them. I was better than a lot of the other NFL guys there were too, like, you know, mm-hmm. working out with Jamal Adams at Hebron High School with his father. I was just working out, man, and like, I, I was like, you know, you know how you feel like you just can't give up? It's like, I'm doing everything mm-hmm. you're doing. Like, I'm like, it's like, why I can't be where you at? I'm doing exactly what you're doing. Probably even better. And I'm, right. to the, I'm, to, I'm the type, like, if I'm working my butt off, I want somebody to see it, because I want to make it to the top. Hey, whatever I'm doing, yeah. I don't care if I'm selling spoons, yes, I want to be... I want Walmart to have my spoons on one of them shelves. Like, I kept going, man. I was like, I said, I got to get noticed. So I started training a lot of clients. And I saved my money, my money and I just, I started going to stadiums. I was looking up 10, I know everybody, everybody was optioned now because the COVID stuff. Me, right. no offense to no one, I'm not afraid of COVID. Mm-hmm. No, I pray I'm every day. Yeah. So I was like, look, man, if COVID this thing happened, COVID, how they saying it, it's meant for me to just, just get sick or something. I said, I'm not giving up. Right. Man, I started, I went to New York, New Jersey. I was walking to stadiums. I was on one-way streets behind the woods, walking behind trees, behind golf courses, catching the wrong train to get to the wrong bus. I was going through so much, losing money and every stadium, man. Security guards cussing me out, yelling at me. Like, bus drivers sent me the wrong way. Like, I mean, I spent so much money on Ubers, trains. Man, in reality, man, if I... Think about how much money I spent. I spent like five thousand dollars just holding wow. signs and going to stadiums and stuff. <clears throat> Planes, probably more than that. Oh, fool, wow. man! It got to a point in New York, man. I was spending so much money to get noticed, man. I had to sleep in a cabin. I paid fifty dollars for that cabin just to get just to ha- have a roof on my head for, for five or six hours just to catch the tr- catch my 
bus in the morning to catch my plane. Like I went through so much, man. Wow. In four, five different stadiums. I went Patriot Stadium, Giant Stadium, Jet Stadium, Houston Texans Stadium, the Cowboys Stadium. Cause they all option now they need to help me mm-hmm. receive. And I know and I know to this day I can make it on the team. I just need my opportunity. But I started posting one-on-one videos against NFL guys I was working out with and against and stuff. And they people seen I was actually good. Like, you no. Know? And Quavo manager reached out to me. And she was like, she like James Harden, Quavo wants you on his team. And I was like, I said, Quavo, I'll be saying post basketball videos. Like, he right. don't me. I don't play basketball. And then I seen that he had his own uh his own like his own little team in his league. I was yeah. like, I said, I said, yeah, give my number, give me my number. She said, no college number. I was like, man, this gotta be a game. Right. <laughs> I'm like, this gotta be a game. And they were saying, like, we seen Terrell Owens on your page and stuff. And I'm like, I said, okay, I seen Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens all on my page. He rooting for me. Then 21 Savage shared my page when I held a sign at the stadium. Mm-hmm. I said, 21 Savage. I said, God, what you doing? Man? I said, it's crazy. Bleach Report shared me. Wow. Bridget Report Gridiron shared me. I was like, bro, this can't be real, bro. Then I called them commissioner for the league. Like, James Harden. I was like, oh my God. Man. I said, this, <laughs> I said, this is crazy, man. I said, I don't hey. know what to say. He was like, yeah, Quavo wants you on this team, man, real bad. He said, we want you in the league. He said, we want to build a platform for you guys, you know. He said, we've seen your talent, man. You're fast. We know everything. What the what do we do? I'm like, dang, I'm like, this guy. I'm just on the phone, like, <laughs> I'm on the phone with him. This is really crazy. Wow. He was like, go online, and <clears throat> apply, and I'm going to send you the contract. I, I said, I already did. I did it two or three times. He said, well, here come your contract. Boom. Send the contract. I'm reading the contract. I'm like, hold on, man. This can't be real. I'm just reading it. Like, the first hour, I'm like, I ain't going to sign this thing. I, I, I had to really just to sit on me. I said, I ain't this right. not real. I'm working out. I can't finish my workout. I said, no, nah, I got to go back home, man. I got to see this. Went back home, got on my phone, signed the FCF contract, and boom. Got her, then I got released. Oh man! Got her. Within the first week, I got released. What was your thoughts? Not to cut you off, of course. You know, continue with your with your story. What was your thoughts after we got down to the FCF down in Georgia? What was your thoughts of after going through the motions and all of a sudden you got uh, cut and released? I was hurt. I was hurt, man. Like. Man, I was, I ain't really, I, I was, I don't know what to say. I was just like, I was shocked. I wasn't angry. Right. Cause I, I'm big on everything happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, like, I'm like, I got released, bro. Like, I didn't get the, like, I didn't show you all my talent yet. Like, I'm already coming in as an underdog cause I didn't play in college. I didn't go to a trial. So everybody already doubted me. I don't right. care, but still, you know, that's their mindset. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they didn't release me. I said, now people think I'm just a, I, I'm sorry at sports, man. I'm like, I'm just sitting thinking like, God, like, come on, God, let me just play. I just want to play. Man, then I left, I tried to leave, you know, quiet. Left the little bubble. They, they said my blood pressure was too high. I'm like, what? I never had a blood pressure issue. Oh. And I got to the other hotel. As soon as I get comfortable in the hotel, I sat on the bed, unpacked my bag. I was just like, God, I'm like, come on, man. You know how hard I had to be here. Man, as soon as I got comfortable, boom, a text message came in. I mean, inbox. My partner sent me a message. She was like, "Bro, what happened?" Like it was a, a thing. FCF sent like somebody on FCF news. They were like, "James Harden left the bubble for unknown reasons." I'm like, "Oh my god!" No, like god. y'all done sent this, man. I'm like, 
Everybody yeah. inboxed me. Like my inbox was going crazy. Right. Bro, you worked this hard, you gonna really quit? I'm like, quit? I mean, y'all think I quit? Like, I'm like, bro, you think I got where I just quit? I'm like, bro, I'm like, guy. I said, I don't play football no more, man. <laughs> I gotta go through this, man. <laughs> I said, dang. I was in the hotel and I was so down. I said, I gotta work out. And I was just hurt, man. And right. I started racing cars up the hill. That hurt me, though. That really hurt me. Mm. Of course, you know, I, I'm a firm believer, and as, as things happen for a reason, of course, you know, from sports and everything else, you know, there's always a problem, you know, stuff happens for a reason. So here you are, practically got to Atlanta, got cut and released. How long after <clears throat> were you able to, how long did you stay in Georgia before they re-signed you back to the FCF? Man, honestly, I stayed in Georgia for like, I said like two or three more days. They paid for two days in the hotel. Gotcha. I paid like for the next two days. Cause I really have to sit and like think about what am I, what my next move for me? Cause right, I really sacrificed everything to get there, like get here, mm-hmm. you know? And I was just like, like, I was like, dang, like every day I was working out, but I was just like, dang, like, like God, you know, can I hear a sign at the stadium? I'm like, God, mm-hmm. you want to go hold a sign at the Falcon stadium? Like, that's how I kept thinking. I, mean, I can go hold a sign at the stadium now. I got the money. I can buy a board. <laughs> right. I'm, like, I'm across the street from Walgreens. I'm like, okay, I'll just go buy a board. I went, walk at the hotel, walk down the stairs. And I'll stop the door. I said, God, why would you let me come way out here for FCL just to hold a sign at the, at the Falcon Stadium? I'm like, this don't sound stupid. So I went back to the hotel. I went back upstairs. I said, nah, they ain't right. And right. every day I was just thinking like, dang. <clears throat> Boom. A few days later, then I left. I left Georgia. One of my friends who got cut as well, mm-hmm. he had an injury. I rode with him to Indianapolis. And I went to Iowa. I got a rental car at the airport and drove to Iowa like five, six hours. Wow. And I was just driving, man. Then I say I was in Iowa for like two more weeks. I was like two, yeah, two more weeks. Then after that, man, I kept hitting the commissioner up and everybody. I'm like, look, y'all, I do not have blood pressure problems. I'm, like, I'm still sending them out my, my like blood pressure. Like, look, I don't have blood pressure problems. Don't have blood pressure problems. They kept ignoring me. They were blowing me out, or they would apply like one sentence or one word. And then me, I'm the type, you know, I don't like feeling like I'm bothering you. So I stopped texting them. Right, right. I was, I'm just telling you my blood pressure stuff. I'm tired of ain't talking about it. Commissioner was like, James, you know, go get your blood pressure together and then come back to me. And I reply back, I don't have a blood pressure problem. Like, I don't have a blood pressure problem. Like, oh my God. <laughs> man, I said, I'm 25, man. I never had a blood pressure problem. Like, never had one. Mm-hmm. Not one time. Man, <clears throat> I get to the hospital. I'm in the little urgent care. And I stuck me three times in the arm. Oh my God. I'm up here like, bro. I'm like, God, look, I don't even play football no more. <laughs> I'm up here getting stabbed all these times, man. Wow. <laughs> they check my blood pressure. They say, your blood pressure not high, but it can be lower. She said, what's wrong? I said, I'm frustrated. So, well, of course, frustrated. stress raises up. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm, I'm heated. I'm annoyed. She said, what's going on? I said, I don't can't wait from Georgia. That I was going off, man. She said, your blood pressure is going up. Relax. I'm like, no. Y'all not walking in my shoes. Wow. Boss, man, when I tell you, she said, come back. We, they took blood for me to make sure I ain't having anything wrong. Blood, everything came everything came back normal. And I Very sent nice. to the commission, I told you. Then boom, he replied back. Two more days went by. I'm like, God, come on, man. I'm still watching the FCF post on their page, mm-hmm. highlights. I'm like, bro. I said, I said, I'm done with social media. I got social media so I can stop seeing it. Yep. Two days later, I went back to the urgent care. Blood pressure was very low. 
I was calm. I was just letting, letting everything just flow. The lady, she said, nothing wrong with your blood pressure. Like, your blood pressure is low. She said, I'm going to release you. Like, you, you good to go. Man, I sent it to them immediately. I'm about immediately, man. They replied back. I say, like, two or three hours later, that night, I went to Planet Fitness. They were like, when can you come back down here? I'm like, I can leave right now. Right I'm now. Like, I can leave right now. For real. Man. And they were like, he said, okay, tomorrow. He said, book your flight whenever you're ready. When you book your flight, like, send me your, your uh, you know, your artillery area. I say, okay, I got you. Well, I'm, 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 I ran out of Planet Fitness. I said, no, nah, let me go back. I want to make Planet Fitness. I'll bring my workout. I ran out. Me and my boy, we ran out. I called my girl. Baby, I said, they just contact me. Look, this is what I'm going to do. Woo, 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 woo. Man, I had to scrub, scrub up some money from everybody. I had to, <laughs> man, I was, everything was just like, like, going, going. Nice. Got to the airport, boss. Eight, two weeks later. Two weeks later, I came back to the, uh, I, I mean, uh, to Georgia. But as I'm getting her, right, man, got to the airport. My girl dropped me to the airport. Mm-hmm. I get her. Man, paying for my, my flight paid for. I'm paying for my bags. I had three bags. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, paying no. for my bags. Man, this bag too heavy. 0.3 pounds. I say, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, like, I don't have $100, man. I said, I'm, I'm changing bags. I'm flipping bags around. <laughs> came back. She said, no, it's too high. 0.2 pounds. I'm like, bro. 0.2. Wow. Switching everything back up again. And I was just so, so much, I broke some of my bag. Oh. So I wasted my clothes on my clothes, my icy white little dress shoes that shiny mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm walking. I'm like, what's this leaking? Like, I'm thinking, I said, somebody, I said, somebody wasted them. She said, yeah, I think it's from your bag. I'm like, uh-oh. I'm gonna just fix it later. I'm, I'm, I'll do the bag because I'm already late for my flight. I was been on the plane, like, like in my little area. Right. I threw the bag up there. She said, "No, you one pound over." I said, "Look, ma'am, look." I said, "I'm trying oh. to go." I started talking. I said, "I'm trying to go back home." I said, "I'll play professional ball." My coach is waiting on me right now. Like I was just going off, man. I said, "I cannot miss this flight." She said, "Well." You gotta pay hundred dollars though. I'm like, oh, for one pound. Wow. Said, one pound. She said, Well, can you put your clothes on? Like, cause she want me to take some at the back. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm not gonna do all that. Like, I'm not gonna do all that. <laughs> and she was just like, oh. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <clears throat> I said, Man, I'm tired. Oh, so I said, Oh, I quit. I said, I'm up. <laughs> I called my mother. I said, I'm done with this mama. <clears throat> I can't do this. I'm done with this mama. And man, went back over there, opened my bag up. It's Man, medicine everywhere. Oh no! Shampoo everywhere. I'm like, bro. Like I said, I got. I give up. Man, then my mother called. She said, "How much money you need?" I'm like, no, man. I'm like, I don't have money like that to keep trying to pay everybody back. Right. Got on the plane. I'm sticky. I'm running upstairs. I'm running up with the bag. They, I had to pay a hundred dollars extra. They helped me out. They were like, stay positive. Like, don't give up on your goals. Other people telling me that. Mm-hmm. Run up the stairs. Get out there, and I had another delay, so I can't get on the plane again. They said, "What, what do you have in your uh your, your bag?" I said, "My PS4." What do hey, you take the PS4? Out? I'm like, "Oh my god!" I, I had cars wrapped around it. I had shoes on top. So I had. To t- I'm like, "Bro, look, man." I said, "God, if you don't want me coming, just say that." Like, I will turn right. around right now. I did it, and I'm just looking at the time. Then my phone for the dial. So I'm like. I'm like, I'm running. My earphone dropped. I said, forget the earbud, man. I left, I left the earbud. <laughs> I left everything. I'm just walking to bed. I heard the earbud just bouncing. I look back. 
I said, forget it. Get to the airport, the little section thing. Mm-hmm. I'm the last one left. The lady from shut the door. I'm running. They're like, sir. I'm like, like I'm like, man. Get off. <laughs> man, I get to the door. She said, your earphone. I look back. She was close. I said, man, you a lifesaver. Because I was going to leave that there. She said, she like, she's she had her shoulder. She said, relax. She said, you're going to make it. I'm like, I've been through so much, man. She got on a plane with me. We was on the same plane. And I just wanted to cry, man. I'm like, I'm trying everything I can. Right. Then I get her. Get on the plane. Get her. And, man, I got. I came in the room. And I just laid down. I just laid down. I didn't want no food. I didn't want to be touched. <laughs> I didn't want to take, I was just like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. So it took, I went there in two weeks, working out in the snow in Iowa. I was training in the snow in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And I finally got my opportunity back in her. And I was just like, just don't, I, I was like, don't touch me. I said, don't touch me. Just don't touch me. Just don't touch me. And boom, now I'm here. And and making plays. And, and you know, it's during that time, was there, and like you said, you there's a point that you wanted to cry. When you got to the hotel room, uh, literally, did you when you laid down? Was there an urge that you really wanted to cry at that one at that point? Because it's literally, it was man, God, this is insane. I cried, like I literally, like I ain't cry like a baby, but I just like, like just sitting there, tear just started rolling. I was just like, dang, man. I said, God, I didn't give up on you, but like I said, man, I went through a lot to get here, and I just literally oh. just sit in the room, the lights are already off, and I just prayed. I took a shower in the dark and I just like pray, like God, like man, whatever you got for me, I sound ready. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm just fatigued. Like I'm just, I'm ready, man. Like man, I was just crying. I couldn't cry no more. I was just like, forget this, man. Man. Well, I mean, it's obviously you know we we laugh, but at the same time, you know, it's it shows the the heart that you have and the, you know, not giving up on God. Cause you know, at times like that, he's, I'm sure obviously you could have just said, you know, forget this, you know, obviously God, this, this might be your plan, but at the same time, man, dude, I'm, I'm literally everywhere zigzagging. I mean, I'm sure there was points at that. He's like, man, dude, this is enough. Enough's enough. Yes. I was, man, I took, I, man, got my mental stronger. <laughs> I say that. <laughs> man. Well, I'm definitely glad you didn't give up because, man, dude, you're making plays out there. Of course, you made one, a pretty nice uh, nice catch for a touchdown against the Zappers a uh, week and a half ago. So uh, yeah. that was that was a pretty slick uh, catch right there. Yeah, I can't wait to spend more, man. When I spend, when I get this, when they let me spend again, I'm going to make more plays so what I really can do. No, I like what you're seeing. Of course, when you get there, how's it? How's life living in the bubble? It's good. It's actually it's great. I say that I'm blessed and grateful because they keep us active, like the TV shows. Very nice. We get to study our playbook more. Nice. Uh, I study fam like crazy. I work. I'm a homebody, so mm-hmm. like I'm a Karen, so we stay in our shell. So I'm, a, I'm I'll be in my little shell in here. Like I get out. Get my food, but coming right back upstairs. Like I stay to myself a lot. Like I know I talk to everybody else, mm-hmm. but I'm a homebody, so this is cool with me. Only thing I don't like, like when they look good outside, when they look beautiful outside, right? You just be like, <laughs> I be like, dude, like dang man, I had to touch the window. 
I be like, man, I just want to go out there just for like 10 minutes, man. You, can you, we go to the pool area. Right. But like, it's like, I want to go outside. Well, of course, you want to enjoy it. I be like, dang. But other than that, you know, I, it helps me understand the person I am. Right. In the room, like in this bubble, I can really just see, you know, because a lot of people in the world don't understand who they are. Mm-hmm. And they always so much, you know, they always on go, 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 go. Mm. But that time you need for self, like that self time, you have to find out who you really are through the bads and the good. It's like one of the things you just sit and really just like, like, dang, you know, you can reflect on life. So this bubble give me time to actually reflect on myself. Wow. And then, and, and like, and like, what I'm gonna do after this, because I don't have nowhere to stay after this. Right. So I'm. It made me think about like, okay, like give me time to think. Cause if I was, if, I, if we had a bubble, I'm not, I'd be moving so much. Like. The last week run up on me so fast, I still had nowhere to stay. So this time, give me time to relax in life, understand myself. You know, just I'm I'm growing as a person, mentally and physically. Mm. And that's deep right there. And of course, you know, <clears throat> talking. And that's another thing that you know a lot of people may forget. Uh, you know, and athletes are whether whether it's the FCF, the IFL, Arena Football when it was still around, and XFL when it was still around, and the NFL. Of course, you know, everybody think it's that athlete mentality that they don't face real life issues. And here we are, you know, with you on and saying, hey, you know, life's going to be tough regardless of who you are. And, you know, I love your story. Obviously, you know, <clears throat> literally having nothing, continue t- chasing your dreams, I should say. Um, and entering the F- FCF now, how has the FCF... Um, just by your perspective, how has the FCF helped you grow as a player and as a person just in general? It taught me to stay humble, trust trust timing, like enjoy the moment, like every, every moment count. Because I'm so used to, I ain't saying, I wasn't, I never was worship. I always been an underdog everywhere, right. I, everywhere I played, middle school, high school, semi-pro, indoor, like I've been underdog. I don't have college fam. So people, I would look at me like, Oh, you don't play in college, so you weren't good enough. It's like the people y'all rooting for in college, I murdered them on the field. Yeah. Like, that's a political thing. Like, that's a material, that's the that's a hype thing. Like, that don't mean mm-hmm. anything. And so like just kind of like mold me like playbook wise. Like, I know a lot of plays. You know, this a this is a lot of plays. It helps me like like if I make it a high level level, I'm used to going through plays and meetings and everything. And it teaches me about being back being humble and I don't even start now. I don't start. I will start in the IFL. I don't start now. Like, knowing I can start, but I don't mm-hmm. start. I had a talent to start. Like, I'm one of the top receivers here, and I can vouch for it. Yo. Like, I promise you I can, but, like, there's only so much I can control, you know? So, it kind of put me in a humble thing. Like, I think I'm I'm thinking I'm not starting, and, like, I'm going through the process I am, like, basically to, I guess, to come approach everything more, like, work even harder. I, I, I guess God thought I was going to be comfortable or something. Mm-hmm. So he kind of, he put me on a point, like, I have to prove myself. Like, again. So I'm, I'm coming from the bottom. So FCF kind of taught me about working hard, being different, like separating yourself. Like, we all got talent. Yep. But what can you be to, what, what can you be different than him to, to play? Like, what, like, what, like, I had to bring something else to the table. Like, if we all come in wearing Nikes, somebody got to wear Jordans. Yep. Somebody got to wear K-Swiss. Somebody got to wear Reeboks. Under Armour. So it teaches me to bring something different, you know, bring some mess to the table. And not like, and I, so me, I'm to the point, I do everything 100% on the field. Like everything. 
I ask questions. I stay consistent. I work out after practice. I stay in the cold. So, like, I do stuff different. I probably study film more than anybody here. Like, honestly, I can probably I study film more than anybody here. Right. If they say they study film to me, man, say I'll roll over. But <laughs> I study heck of film. So it kind of it kind of put me in a, a mental stage, you know, basically, like, you can hang with NFL guys as well. Because I'm here with guys with NFL, XFL, mm-hmm. and I'm – I be outworking them on plays because we, we, we have our battles, but they respect me like, hey, you actually good. Like, I told y'all, like, I just didn't play in college. They don't mean I'm not good. Exactly. So it kind of helps me, like, future purpose. So when I make it to the next level, like, it's like, oh, I've been here before. It's question is speaking of players such as uh, people that made it in the XFL and, of course, you know, in the league is two guys that made it to the NFL. Of course, we all know him as Johnny Football and, and now Josh Gordon. Have you got the chance to kind of work with – uh, Josh, since he's arrived in the bubble, or even Johnny during the during the time frame. Yeah, me and Johnny, we cool. We cool in the mud. Man, we we cool. Uh, me and him, we actually working out together. And he was my QB on plays too, in the game and in practice. And before me and him got released out the bubble, me and him was in the bubble working out throwing the ball. They had us outside together with masks on throwing the ball. Like we were talking to each other just. So we are me here. We already had a connection, talking and everything. Josh Gordon, nah, we haven't met yet. I just let him just, you know, walk his little path. I know everybody like, oh. Right. <laughs> Me, I'm the type, like, what's up? Like, right, you know. I'm James. We're the same, Josh. We're the same thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's up? Of course, the media portrays Johnny, you know, to whatever they want to portray him as. How is he really, uh, how is he really, ugh, how is Johnny behind the scenes kind of guy? Is he, he cool as a fan. Nice. He cool as a fan, man. He goofy. He was scoring on me. I had like a jacket. I, mean, I left my jersey. Right. The, I left my jersey in the room and I lied. And I said, I tried to say that uh they messed up my jersey. Cause I ain't wanna be, I ain't wanna be <laughs> no leave my jersey in the room. I said, Yeah, my jersey went in the room, man. So I just I just wore my That's jacket. Funny. In reality, I forgot it. <laughs> and I had put my jacket over there. And Johnny Mazzea said, he said, he, 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 he told me I look like SpongeBob because I would be like a square with my jacket mm-hmm. on. And he, told me, he said, James, he's a tune. He said, man, you like SpongeBob, man. And we just was scoring on each other, like just going back and forth, scoring on each other. And that was, man, he cool, man. He cool no one. <laughs> you know, of course, not to be political, but I know, you know, a lot of people think different of me, and that's neither near nor there, but. You know, I was kind of, you know, you always want to kind of see the real person instead of what the media portrays him as. And, hey, you know, obviously I don't know Johnny from Adam, but, you know, he seemed like a cool guy, but, you know, media tries to portray him as whatever they wanted to portray right, him right. as. So, of course, season one's wrapping up, of course, now in the playoffs. <clears throat> How has it been like, you know, playing football, of course, from traditional to seven on seven now with the fans practically so to speak being the the offensive coordinator if you will how has that kind of been different how how have you adjusted to the um to the kind of kind of waiting around once the play call gets called in from the votes from the fans it's cool it's kind of annoying at times like no no selfish wise but just no right, right. i can't really show my potential you know because mm-hmm. i like I'm, I'm a team player big team player but at times, you know, like this is still a business. Like we still got to make sure we good yep. play wise. Like or we trying to elevate too. Mm-hmm. At times it'd be like, dang man, like, like I ain't get the ball. Like 
the fans called this play. It's like, dang. Yeah, I'll, I'll vouch, I'll, you know, I'm not obviously playing. I'll vouch. Last week when I was kind of, you know, voting the, for the play calling, I, I'll just take my little black, uh, thing is people need to quit running. Uh, you know, if, if it's third and one, there's no reason to pass. Run the ball. But, <laughs> but you know, the only thing I'll say is I guess they everybody assumed Josh Gordon was going to go there and, you know, he's going to throw 10 touchdowns. With no disrespect to Josh. I'm not knocking him. But I'm like, come on, guys, let's be real, more realistic. But anyway, no, it was cool nonetheless. But if the FCF calls, which, I mean, I don't know how that process is after the season ends, but could we see you potentially be back next year for season two? I say um, I, I will. No, I won't turn on the opportunity. But, you know, other than that, like my goal is to go into something bigger than better. Absolutely, of course. Like, but if they call me back and I had no other choice, like, right. yeah, I'll come back. Cause I, I'm leaving with a, with a, a great spirit. Mm-hmm. Positive energy, you know, so I will come back if I have to. And I know, you know, I know you guys got some stuff going on, so a few more questions, but anywhere in particular, uh, location-wise, you were like, nah, I'm not going to move there f- for a team if they happen to call? I'm going anywhere. I'll, uh, I was I not under the ocean. <laughs> i go anywhere. As long as I got to swim with no fishes, I'm good. I'll tag you to a uh, IFL team. Uh, or champions indoor football, I think is what it's called. See, see, yeah, yeah. yes. And mm-hmm. we have a team up here in Oklahoma, and uh, I'll tag you in the tweet to them. See if they can reach out to you, man. Gotcha, most deaf. But uh, hey, I appreciate you coming on. Last question: What's your normal routine on the game day? What's from when you first wake up to kickoff? What do, what's your usual consistent routine if there is one? Meditate, pray, nice. stretch. Like, care myself in the playbook for like 20, like 15, 20 minutes and enjoy it. Be happy. Mm-hmm. And life is beautiful, you know? Yes, sir. Like, I'm doing something a lot of people want to do right now. A lot of people can't play for it right now because COVID. Yep. So I'm embracing the moment no matter what. And I'm just enjoying the moment. I used to beat myself up a lot mentally. Like, you know, it kind of it kind of had me in dark places. So really, I just enjoy the moment. I wake up, meditate before I go touch the earth with everybody else. Mm-hmm. If I go teach everybody else energy, I make sure my energy is right, and I just, I and go go have fun. Right there, man. That's deep stuff. No, dude. I appreciate you coming on. Maybe after the season, you can come back on, man. We can talk even longer. Oh yes, sir. But I'll hit you up with my digits, and now, like I said, I'll uh, tag in that tweet right after I get done with this, and uh, see if they reach out. And other, t- I know Wichita has one. Um, I mean, I don't know many people, but uh, maybe I, I know some coaches. I may need some coaches. So I'll hit them up gotcha. as well. I, I got you, man. I'm going to help you out as well. Yes, sir. I got you. Thank you. And not a problem. Anything I can do, man, I'll do it. I can definitely help you out. Yes, sir. I got you. Yes, sir. James Harden, FCF, wide receiver. Definitely check him out this Saturday. <laughs> and uh, hey, it's playoff time. So I, I think James can go big this weekend. Write that down. Yes, sir. I there am. you go. <laughs> well, James, I appreciate your time on the podcast. Uh, best of luck to you this week and hopefully in the championship game next Saturday as well. And uh, like I said, you're welcome back on and we'll definitely uh, get you back. I'll definitely get, get you back on the show. Yes, sir. Most of Hey, best of luck this week. And everyone, you're listening to the Area Attack podcast with James Harden of the FCF. And uh, 
we will catch you guys next week.